In episode 5, War Stories, industry pioneers like Nick DeWolf and Bob Lorenzini recall the highs and lows in building their companies and how they lived to fight another day. Nick DeWolf worked at diode maker Transitron before founding Teradyne with Alex Darbeloff in 1960. But the company's first product didn't impress customers. I must have had a hundred different companies I could have started in different technological things. I'm basically an inventor slash circuit designer, so I might have started an analog devices type of company. Um, I had a strange moral, this is really weird, but I had a moral compulsion to not do what my previous company had done. I did not want to rip off, in effect, Transitron by just doing what they did only with a slant. So I had to do something completely different than anything they had done as a, uh, an obligation, also as a challenge. Uh, and uh, it was very clear early on that my connections, my friends, after all, in most businesses, it's not what you know, it's who you know. My connections were with the diode industry. I think it was, in retrospect, uh, natural gravity that I would make diode testers for a starter. Morris Chung left Texas Instruments after 25 years with the company. He was later recruited by the Taiwan government to establish the world's first dedicated wafer foundry, but very few people thought it was a good idea at the time. It was uh, during that time when the uh, idea of the pure play foundry gelled. However, there was one problem with the pure play foundry model. And it was a fatal problem. It could be a fatal problem, which was, was that where's the market? So the conclusion at that time, the conventional conclusion was that there, there was no market. Maybe this idea, this pure play, play foundry idea, uh, exploited the only strength you, you, you have, uh, which is manufacturing, but there's no market for it. That's why it was so poorly thought of, this idea. People just dismissed it, you know. I mean, heck, what, what the hell is Taiwan doing? What the hell is Morris Chan doing? Uh, they really didn't think that uh, it, was to, it was going to go anywhere. What uh, very few people saw, and uh, I, can, I can't uh, tell you that I saw the rise of the fabulous industry. I only hoped for it. Jim Bagley joined Lamb Research as CEO in 1997. He explains why he changed the corporate culture and introduced an outsourcing business model. And we started working immediately on fixing the products which weren't good and uh, getting the products updated to what would be competitive. Because when I joined Lamb, they, didn't, they had a multiprocessing platform. But they really weren't trying to emphasize it because they were afraid they were me-tooing applied. Well, you know, sometimes when the competition is right, you don't worry about me-tooing. You join them and try and be better. One of the problems was they had let their products get obsolete relative to applied. And there was a lot of resistance within the company to, uh, to move in what I thought was the right direction. The other thing is that Sales basically sold what the customer wanted, and engineering developed what they wanted. And when those two things intersected, that was, well, actually, it was a miracle. Please support this project by subscribing to the premium episodes.